based on this Arizal, that Shabbos is a higher uh, aliyah, a greater effect on the world. The nearest Shabbos have a greater effect on the world than nearest Hanukkah, and that they function in opposite ways. In the first, you need the nearest Hanukkah to stir up a little excitement in the darkness where those sparks are, and then you can come near a Shabbos and lift them up to a higher level. So the Koshnitzer Magid, when he was a Talmud by the Reb Shmelke of Niklisburg, as in the Yeshiva was a Talmud of Remelke Nishkelburg, the brother of the Balafloa, said, with that he can answer the Kasha of Teisvis in Shabbos. Teisvis asked in Shabbos, the Gemara says there that the poor wicks and oils cannot be used for Hanukkah because it's, it is a halacha, according to that opinion, that if the menorah, the candles, go out before the time, you have to rekindle them. Otherwise, you're not yoytze the mitzvah. That's why you shouldn't use poor quality oils and wicks, because if they go out, because they're likely to go out, because they're poor quality. So if they go out and you forget to rekindle it, you won't be yoytze the mitzvah. It's better to use the ketchila, good quality oil and wicks, so there, there won't be a danger of them going out. Since you have a chiv to rekindle that, and you want to it, then you'll be over, you want to be, be, be behind the mitzvah. So the Gemara, and also on Shabbos you can't. Why not? Because there's a danger on Shabbos. Because this, this Amreira holds, that you'll have to use the, the light of Hanukkah and for your own purposes, not the way the halacha is. And therefore there's a danger, you might touch the flame, make it bigger so you can see better. If that Amreira, Rav Huna was his name, were to hold that you couldn't use the menorah, the light of the menorah for purpose for personal purposes, then there wouldn't be an issue of Shabbos. So to ask, why not? Even if you hold that it's osedlishtamish lo'ero, you should still not be able to light with poor wicks and oils for the same reason. You can't light them during the week because since kafsa zakuklo, if it goes out, you have to rekindle it. And on Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to rekindle it. It's even worse than the weekday. In the weekdays, there's a chashash you might forget. You might not do it, but maze it, whatever it is. But on Shabbos, even if you want to, you couldn't do it because it's Shabbos. So why is the Gemara bringing a proof? Because Ravuna says that you can't light these poor quality oils and wicks on Friday, Hanukkah. That it's because he holds you can use benefit from the, from the light. And therefore, there's a danger that you might actually fix the light while it's burning and make it bigger and better so you can see better. Maybe you're not allowed to use it. The reason why Ravuna holds that you're not allowed to use these poor quality wicks and oils is because Kafsa for the same reason that we don't allow to use those wicks and oils during the week, during the regular days of Hanukkah. And Tessus gives an answer. Says so the question is a magnet. According to Arizal, there's a Pasha to Enterets. I mean, not so Pasha, but it's Enterets. Why? Because on, Hanukkah, on Shabbos Hanukkah, the problem of Kafsa Zokuklo, that when it goes out, you have to rekindle it, is not there. Because what's the worst that's going to happen? He's not going to light the Hanukkah Menere. But since he has the Shabbos candles, the Shabbos Licht, the Shabbos Licht, according to the Rizal, subsumes in value the, the value of the, of the Menere. It, it does more than what the Menere, the Hanukkah Menere does. It lifts the, the whole Metzies of Elam's up higher. But again, that's assuming that the Shabbos candles could possibly um, accomplish what the menorah does and more. But then why do we need the menorah for it? It's hard to understand how, what the Pshat Narizal is according to this. 
the Rebbe in his Maimorim takes a whole different approach. And this is according to Chesidus. Chesidus sees the Hanukkah Licht to be of much greater value than the Shneiras Shabbos. Yes, it's... The Rebbe discusses in the Maimor that there is Neiras Hamikdosh and there is Neiras Shabbos and there is Neiras Hanukkah. Neiras Hamikdosh and Neiras Shabbos are both placed inside the home or inside the Beis Hamikdosh and they're lit during the daytime as, a, as opposed to Hanukkah Licht which, is, which has to be lit after Geshe'er Sachamo and after outside. And the Rebbe explains that although the Hanukkah Menorah, the Licht of Hanukkah Menorah goes down very low to the lowest uh, corners of evil and darkness and tries to bring the light in those places. It's because that the Licht of Hanukkah is even greater than the Licht of the Beis Amikdosh and greater than the Licht of Shabbos because they represent the light that will be revealed when Mashiach comes. And the Rebbe explains this there's two, at least two ways, by which you can sublimate darkness. One is by introducing darkness to light. So then you overpower the darkness, and the darkness is not replaced with light. I mean, like this, the darkness itself is darkness. But when you bring so much light into that place of darkness, then you overpower it. You override it, overshadow it. But there's a deeper way by which we transform darkness, and that will happen when Mashiach comes. It's not that the light will replace darkness. When Mashiach comes, will be in his gala revealed the essence of Hashem. When Hashem, mitzah the Ebesh's essence, there is not shaykh to say there is darkness and light. He is everything. As the Rambam says, From the truth of his essence, of his being, everything is him. To us, it seems that like it's darkness and there's light. Metzad the says, Etzim, everything is him. There's no, there's no place for darkness to begin with. In other words, the light of Hanai represents such a type of light which is qualitatively so different than any other light, including Nehru Shabbos, Nehru Zamikdash. It's not like it's one thing is overpowering another. It's like the Nehru Shabbos, is Megala, reveals that the place of darkness itself is Be'emma's godliness. And that's why it penetrates even the darkest places to reveal its true essence. Maybe nowadays, even though the light of Hanukkah penetrates places of darkness, but we don't see openly how what this reveals. It reveals the essence of Hashem, the way the essence of Hashem is everywhere. Even in the in, in darkness itself is Bahamas the essence of expresses the essence of Hashem. But we can't see it so openly, but it does have an effect on that world, the world of darkness. And as we see from many stories that people on Hanukkah have been affected by the lights of the Menorah like no, nothing else. Near Shabbos don't have quite that same impact on Jews that are so far lost. We see that most Jews celebrate. Hanukkah more than any other Yom Tov. Somehow the light of the Menorah affects everyone. Just recently there was a story in Chicago, a shliach was called by a Jew who called him up out of the blue and said, tonight I saw a car with a menorah on top. 
I'm a Jew, my parents are Jewish, but I converted to another religion, and when I saw this menorah, my heart skipped a beat, and I realized suddenly, out of nowhere, I don't know why, suddenly it got into my head that I made a mistake. And I'd like to reverse the conversion. Can you help me reverse the conversion? Of course, the shliach guided him and told him what to do. It's, it's unbelievable. A Jew who was so far gone, nobody came to him with a beautiful logical argument that Judaism is true and he shouldn't leave Judaism, he shouldn't convert to another, nothing. He just saw the lights of Amenayra. And that transformed him. The light of Amenayra penetrates the darkest places. The Rebbe says another thing in the Maimah, which is amazing. He said the Neiras and Migdash were built, the Migdash was built in the time of Shleim HaMelech. Shleim HaMelech had a great, it was a great time for Shleim HaMelech, a great light. Malka Shva, nations from all around came flocking to Shleim because in the Tzitzit Kedusha, it says, Echsinus came flowing to Shleim HaMelech, to Yerushalayim, where the Mokir, the source of light was. The light of Yerushalayim, of Shleim HaMelech, and the Bishamikdash, shone, radiated so far away that the Tzitzit Kedusha came flocking. But what type of Tzitzit Kedusha? Not every nation came, every single Goy came, no. Those that had some kind of susceptibility to light. But there's a concept that's mentioned in Kabbalah, the Echsinus, that there's a certain thing that certain sparks are so lost in such a deep, deep, lowest annals of evil that the, the spark itself became nechshach, became darkened. That means uh, sometimes you see Jews that are so lost, so forlorn, that you, you, it, it's, it's, um, you can't even tell there's a Jewish spark there. It says the Rebbe, because the Neiris Chaneke reflect a glimmer of what will happen when Mashiach comes, and then it will become evident that not that there is a war between light and darkness. Everything is light. Everything is a Kodesh Bochu. So therefore, even those sparks, those sparks that are so far gone that they are nechshach, they became so darkened, they will also become illuminated and they will be startled out of their state of existence and be redeemed.